Hello listeners, this is Heather. Thank you for joining us again for our Abiding Together podcast. At the beginning of this episode, we had some technical difficulties for about the first five minutes, but our interview and conversation was just too good to set this episode aside. So we hope that you will stick with us through that. We apologize and we are working on it. Um, And we hope you enjoy this episode of the Abiding Together podcast. We're praying for you. God bless. This is a Pasco Media production. Please visit pascomedia.com. Hello and welcome to the Abiding Together podcast where we desire to provide a place of connection, rest, and belonging for those of you who are on the journey with Jesus Christ just like we are. My name is Sister Miriam James and welcome back to season three. We're excited to be with you once again and we've got a really special guest today that you are going to love. We cannot wait for you to meet her but before we do I want to once again introduce my lovely co-host. We've laughed for about 45 minutes already before even starting this uh, episode which Heather Kim and Michelle Benzinger, I don't know if you want to give all the details, Heather, but I think you guys are in the search for a new dog. Is that true? Is that what we were laughing? Well, that's one of the things we were laughing about. Okay, friends, I just want to bring you in on this, but don't tell my husband, okay? Nobody, all our (laughs) listeners, listen. (laughs) I'm just kidding. So, you know, it's like, I know this is like not, it's not practical. I said we are not getting another dog because we have one super cute dog that I'm obsessed with. And I totally, I'm an overposter of cute dogs. I can't help, I can't control myself. Um, so we've just heard about this breeder of mini Australian shepherds. Just Google it and you'll know why. My heart is totally <laughs> melted and I can't, I can't stop myself. So now I'm, I feel like I'm Chip Gaines, you know, like Chip Gaines. Like he comes home with like new pets all the time. I'm like, I think that's going to be how I am. So I'm totally smitten. It's not for sure. But I keep looking at pictures and videos of mini Australian shepherds, and I was just sent pictures of the brand new puppies. Oh, so girl. those are irresistible. That's dangerous. That's I'll dangerous keep you, territory. I'll keep you updated. But <laughs> red right alert, now, red alert. Yeah. I know I try to sweet talk my husband, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> Michelle, how are you this morning? Oh I'm fine, but I just want you guys to know that Sister Miriam was once again picking on me before we started recording today. That I was sick and my personal grooming habits had to go on the back burner. So, sister, tell them what you told me this morning. Oh, holy one, um, consecrated sister. <laughs> look, look, Heather started it. Like, I just want to say that Heather started it and I just couldn't resist it. Because Heather was like, Heather was like, oh, on Netflix, we just watched this show about the Unabomber. And then I just said, well, a couple days ago, Michelle was the Unibrower. But, I mean, she's had her brows done. <laughs> See, do you, do you, to our dear listeners, do you guys experience the um, persecution I endure in this group? Okay. I'm just glad there's solidarity. Playful banter. You look beautiful. You know, we we love you. You're adorable. I, you know, I don't know what else to say here. Nothing but love. Nothing but love. mm, I love how Michelle likes to play the victim in this group, Mm -hmm. but seriously, she can dish it. This girl can dish it. Oh girl, she can. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Whatever. That's what she does. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of love, my dear friends, we have a wonderful friend on our episode today, and we're so delighted to welcome her. And this is Jenna Gizar from Blessed Is She. Perhaps many of you follow her on Instagram or something like that. So Jenna, welcome. And you have a cute little baby with you this morning. She's so lovely. So how are you today? Hi, guys. I'm so good. I'm so glad to be here. It's like you're a bundle of joy right now. So I'm loving it. Oh, we're so excited. Joy. Oh, oh, she is. She is a bundle of joy when she's not screaming. I agree. 
She's so cute. Jenna, you guys make good kids along with yeah, God. That's a, pretty, that's a really good tag team. I'm going to tell yeah. you. Right now. <laughs> Thank you. I know. And we love for our listeners. I wish you guys could see. We were able to see each other when we were recording. But seriously, Jenna's little baby is has the best little cheeks that you've ever seen in the whole entire world. I mean, they're like melt. Like you know, they make you melt when you look at this baby. That She is so, so cute. And so so if you hear baby gerbils, like right there, good, on cue. You know, she's a part of our podcast this morning, too. Yeah, she's our so. first baby podcaster. That's rad. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So welcome. I mean, she's going to be yeah. famous. She is going to be famous. Girl, you're going to change the world. And so that's awesome. Well, Jenna, we're just delighted to have you on today. And just thank you for taking time in your busy life just to come in and be with us and kind of share your story with us. And you are uh, the founder of Blessed Is She, which maybe um, some of our listeners have heard of and some of them haven't. So could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of your ministry and where God is speaking to you right now in your life? Yes. Um, so I am a mother of four girls and I have a wonderful husband named Michael. And um, about four, no, I'm sorry, about three and a half years ago, um, I felt a, just a prodding on my heart um, from the Lord to do something for women's ministry on the internet. Um, there's a lot of really beautiful uh, Protestant ministries that are on the internet. I have brought many women together in community, um, all under, you know, reading the word of God and being together and reflecting together. Um, and so I wanted that for Catholic women. Um, so I reached out to about 30 bloggers that I knew. Um, I had been blogging just about my kids and cloth diapers and stuff like that. Um, so I had met a lot of women. So I reached out to them and I said, Hey, I don't really know what it would look like or what it's called or anything like that, but I would love to start an online Catholic women's ministry. And um, a few of them said no, but a lot of them said yes. And so that was kind of my, okay, well, we're going to make this thing um, because these women said yes. And now I've got to try to do something, put something together. Um, so we started what was what is now Blessed Is She. And um, we send out daily emails to your inbox every single day. We write reflections based on the lectionary readings. Um, and it's written by one of 40 writers. We have grandmothers all the way down to college students, sister, um, you know, every kind of woman you could find, which is really amazing because I love Blessed Ishii because I really believe it's a ministry for every single woman, um, that every woman belongs there um, and is, uh, you know, we're all sisters in Christ. And so just really to have like a central location for a woman to say, this is where I belong and this is where I can fit in um, has been really beautiful to see over these past few years. So that's about Blessed Is She. We now have grown to, you know, we offer a lot of products and liturgical journals and um, a liturgical planner and all sorts of things. We do retreats. Um, we're doing six retreats all around the country this year. Um, so we really just want to be a space of encounter for women, um, encounter um, in the Eucharist, um, encounter in the word every day and encounter in sisterhood as well. So it's just been a huge gift to my heart um, that the Lord uh, gave this to me for this for the past few years. And I can't wait to see what he does next. That's so exciting. I mean, Jenna, one of the things that I think is amazing, like as you're sitting there saying, yeah, you know, three and a half years ago, you know, this this started, I'm like, obviously, God was the one who gave this to you that this wasn't just, you know, a bright idea, because the impact that blessed is she is having is tremendous. Like how many people do you think? I mean, I know that you can see how many followers you have on Facebook and things, but how many people are, are able to access what blessed is she is offering right now? 
Well, it's funny. I thought, <clears throat> excuse me, I thought a lot of it was crossover. Like um, we have a lot of people on our email list that get the daily emails and we have a lot of people on Instagram. So I thought those were always the same people. Um, but Beth Davis, our director of ministry advancement, just went to a conference recently. And she said there were so many women who didn't know that we offered all of these other things. You know, they would just follow us on Instagram, but didn't know they could get the daily emails and things like that. So um, I honestly think it's bigger than I than we even see in the numbers just because there's not that crossover that I thought. Um, so I want to say at least um, 50, 60,000 women are being impacted um, by it in some way every day. Um, so yeah, it's a huge gift. Yeah, that's incredible. And what a gift to the church, because obviously it speaks to the need that many women have, just people in general, to connect with one another and also like with faith being the central part. So just one of my questions for you, Jenna, is like we talk about, um, obviously this podcast is called Abiding Together, and a big focus for us is how we journey together um, through faith and life as a community. So what does that look like in your life, abiding together with people in your community um, yeah. Could you tell us a bit about that? Yes. Um, this was a huge reason that I started Blessed Is She Too, is that I've had people in my life who have um, really been through a lot with me. They've endured a lot with me. And um, having these amazing Catholic friendships, women Catholic friendships have changed my life, truly. Um, they've saved my marriage. They've saved me in times of motherhood, you know, tough motherhood moments, but mostly really in my marriage. Um, I had a really rocky time in my marriage a few years ago. Um, and I had friends that walked with me through that and said, you know, we want the best for you. And we want, we want the Lord to renew this. We want restoration for your marriage. And I had never known that that was a thing. I had kind of given up all hope. Um, and so I had women that spoke into my life in ways that it was totally the Lord working through them and they were being a vessel um, for him. So that is a huge reason that I want that for every woman. And I know mm -hmm. you guys have that for each other, um, just speaking to each other's lives and praying with each other and really sitting with each other in the mess. And not only that, but to sit with each other in the really joyful moments. I think um, it's beautiful to have, you know, rooted in Christ relationships that it's not just like a happy moment that you can share with a friend, but it's really like sitting in a space of joy and of hope and of peace and mm -hmm. um, happiness with the Lord in that friendship as well, if that makes sense. Mm. It, it makes so much sense. And I love how you said, um, like, I know a little bit of the backstory about what you were saying about that restoration in your marriage, but to, um, I just am more and more convinced. And I know that I know this in my head and I've experienced it, but it seems like the Lord keeps on reminding me daily that we are not meant to live lives of isolation. Not even our marriages are supposed to be isolated. Our families aren't supposed to be isolated. We are meant for communion. And, you know, one of the church documents always tells us that communio is the deepest identity of the church, that, you know, we are meant for not only communion in the Eucharist, but we're meant for communion with one another and that we're not meant to do life in isolation at all. And that um, we get, it's like a sacred privilege to be able to speak and bring life into each other's lives. You know, and when that woman mm -hmm. gave you the word of restoration for your marriage, mm -hmm. like, I mean, that's a powerful thing. Like, and I know for me, like last week, I just, you know, I'm dealing with one of our children that's adopted from a really hard place and she's going through a hard season. And I had another adopted mom, um, just speak life that is on the other side of this situation. And, you know, is a couple steps ahead of me. And I mean, 
and the words that she spoke to me, like I just clung to them. I'm like, thank God someone is speaking life into this. Thank God. One that I reached out to her and one that she responded so well, you know, to me. And that is what community is just um, being, you know, speaking words to the weary, speaking words. Mm-hmm. And I love what you said, Jenna, about celebrating. Man, like yeah. and when things are good, let's celebrate. Let's throw a yes. party. Let's do that too. Um, like let's celebrate the beautiful, beautiful parts, you know, and walk together in the messy parts, all of it. And that's beautiful. Well, and amen. And don't we so need that? Like, I can just so echo what y'all are saying about that is that life lived out, you know, it's our lives are not meant to be lived in isolation. And it's that mutual self gift. I think that's such a blessing. And I think it's Brene Brown that says, you know, we love vulnerability in other people, but we fear it in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like I see your vulnerability as being very courageous, but I see my own as being, you know, messier. Mm-hmm. You know? And so it's to be able to sit in a space with somebody and hold that space for them and just listen, not try to fix or try to, but just to hold that space for them and hear their heart. That brings people out of isolation just to tell your story. I mean, most people don't want unsolicited advice. If they want advice, they'll ask, but most people just, you want your heart to be heard and not to be afraid you're going to be judged or critiqued, but that you're just loved. And in that love, then you can choose what is good, true, and beautiful. And I think, man, we need that. We're just aching for it. We need it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Jenna, would you um, just share in, in light of what sister was just saying, just a little bit of like your own story, like how you came to be involved more in your faith and just what God has been doing in your life? Sure. Um, I think for a lot of my life, I felt like I did not fit into the right mold. I wasn't really like the typical, um, like girly girl. I was kind of a tomboy and I just never really knew where I fit in. And, um, so that was for a lot of my growing up life. And then I was involved in a lot of youth groups and kind of just trying to blend in with, um, the people that, I thought were like amazing anyway. So, um, just being in youth group (laughs) and, um, the Lord really worked on me in high school. Um, I had a really beautiful conversion experience, um, is what I call it really just deciding that I was going to live my life for the Lord. Um, as easy as that is for a 16 year old to do, I still, you know, (laughs) was crazy. Um, but it was my first recognition of, that I was loved. It was my first realization that in all of the things that I had done leading up to that point and all of the things um, that I had felt yucky about myself or um, like I wasn't doing the right thing, I, for the first time in my life, saw him in all of those moments. Um, I I closed my eyes and I saw the father's face. Um, I was like led in kind of a meditation is the wrong word. What's the right word? Like a prayer. Basically I was led in prayer to really picture the father's face. And so in that moment, I also saw him in all those times that I felt alone, that I felt isolated, that I felt that I was, or that I was sinning. Um, I saw him sitting there next to me and it was an incredible, overwhelming, um, amount of love that washed over me. And so, um, that happened in high school. And then really just from there, I dabbled a little bit with um, learning about atheism and um, struggled a little bit with that as I was growing into my young adulthood. And then I met my husband and he was adorable and so handsome and played the drums in a worship band. And so <laughs> he was irresistible. That'll do it um, every time. <laughs> <laughs> so I met him and, and I had said to him, you know, I just started reading this book about atheism 
I don't remember what the book was called. And he looked at me dead in the face and he was like, you need to go to confession right now. Like we're going to confession together. And I was like, okay, I'll do anything you say. Let's go. You're so (laughs) handsome. I'll go to confession with you. Um, Missionary dating. So we went to confession and, and I put the book away and he and I started this new life together. Like he truly brought me out of, a really dark place. Like I was questioning if God even existed and, and he brought me, he is just so simple. I don't know if it was the right word for him. He has such a gift for just speaking so simply to someone and just saying like, no, this is the right thing to do. This is of the Lord. This is, we're going to trust. Like he just has this beautiful gift of speaking um, and of wisdom. And so he did that for me. And and that totally changed our lives. And and then since then, we always just, we wanted to kind of be a ministry missionary household. Um, he was in a Christian band, so he was doing a lot of touring and traveling. Um, and then when that ended, we kind of were like, where's the Lord going to lead us next? And then Blessed Is She was born. So, Wow. That is awesome. Mm. Yeah. I love that. And so um, missionary dating, it's the best. And so a very effective <laughs> evangelization tool. But it's so interesting that um, my little Haitian dude received his first reconciliation this week. And it was funny, his take on it. And um, I love reconciliation. I just think it's powerful because I always tell my kids, like, it's a sacrament of healing. That's what it is. You know, it's not a sacrament of condemnation. It's not a sacrament of make you feel bad. It's God's way of reconciling himself to you. And I was like, it's Jesus's. And I was telling David, I was like, he wants to get close to you. He wants to heal you. And so it was so funny. Um, as soon as he had his first reconciliation service, and so they they had a little prayer service at the beginning, and they dismissed him. And so, they, so my little Haitian dude, just ran to the priest so he could be first. And he went in, did his confession and came out and he had a number one sign going on. Like number one, like first reconciliation. And I'm like, I think he kind of missed the humility part of the first reconciliation, you know, but man, he went first and it was number one. And he said, I got my healing first. That's what he told me, mom. I got my healing first. I'm like, okay, buddy, you you embrace that sacrament. And so um, there you go. So, but I love that. I, I love that Mike was just that bridge to you for your faith and, um, and I love that Blessed Is She was born um, within your marriage, like in y'all's journey and within your marriage. That's a just like a beautiful thing. Um, and I think it's a powerful witness um, that people need to know, like uh, God brought Blessed Is She to Jenna, but Jenna also responded and said yes, um, you know, to all that God, and she keeps on saying yes. I've just gotten really to know her this year, this past year, but it's a continuing yes, isn't it, Jenna? It's not like just yes. a one time yes. You're like, what now, Lord? What now? And so, so for you, like, what is the biggest challenge? Like we often talk on this podcast about abiding versus striving, like remaining in the Lord, abiding apart from him, we can do nothing and like doing things in our own power, striving. So what is the biggest challenge for you in that abiding versus striving in your personal life and in with Blessed Is She? Well, I think what's been a big, I shared earlier that, you know, I never really felt like I fit in. And I think a lot of times I've just always um, told myself that I wasn't enough in terms of, you know, I don't know enough about um, the church. I don't pray the right way. I don't, 
um, know the right words, especially right now having a six week old, I'm like, literally my brain cells are being eaten. So I was like, (laughs) I don't know how I'm going to speak properly. Um, I just have never felt like I was enough um, or good enough to, to really accomplish anything. Um, And not that I even wanted to like, and I've never had enough drive. Um, And so I think blessed she has just been a balm to me in that I've just been with the Lord and he's done all of it through me. I never really, you know, there wasn't that like striving to accomplish this thing or striving to um, learn everything I could so that I could feel close to him. I really just wanted to be with him. And it really goes back to me picturing his face when I was 16 years old and seeing the father and, and knowing that the father is with me. Um, and so really just, just being in his presence and allowing him to move in my life. And so much of that is Mike as well. Like you just shared about me saying, yes, Mike has to say yes every single day to me and this ministry as well. Um, and so it's really just us abiding and, and sitting in his presence and not really, you know, I, I constantly just want to sit with open hands and I don't want to reach out and, and grab everything that I can to keep for myself or to have for the ministry or to have for our family. I just want to sit here and say, okay, what's next? You place it here. Um, so I've really tried to do that in my daily life as well. I think a lot of times, especially around New Year's, um, when people are looking at New Year's resolutions and saying, how can I work so hard to be the best that I can be? Um, you know, how could, what's the best way to keep myself memorizing scripture? Well, let's just be like, go read it and sit with it. And like, I, I just think we constantly want to be striving as opposed to just being with him. And, you know, I'm guilty of that as well. And so I really just tried to um, think about that more often and just say, like, he just wants to be with me and I want to be in his presence. And and that's enough for right now. Mm-hmm. Jenna, I love what you're saying, um, because I think a lot of us have the illusion that for people who are running big things or, or making great impact, that they somehow are like more gifted and they have it more together and they know exactly what they're doing. And what you're saying is, you know, I, I don't feel like I'm, I have everything together. And so I need God. I have to depend on God because this is such a big thing. And, and I love that because that's where I've seen the most fruit in my life as well is when I actually don't have it all. (laughs) I can't do it all. And it, it causes me to, depend on on God, that's really when the fruit comes. And I think for all of us, whether it's big things or little things, that disposition of, Lord, I'm going to depend on you, that's the abiding, you know, which really what mm-hmm. you're saying is it's welcoming to just be with him. You know, it's not mm-hmm. a something, another thing to do on your to-do mm-hmm. list or something. So thank right. you for sharing that. That's really beautiful. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I love what you're talking about also how, you know, you just were very honest and just feeling like you weren't ever enough. And how many of us experience that? Like, I just have to hustle a little, got to try a little harder. Mm -hmm. And when I'm good enough, then I'll be loved. And that's like a cancer that eats away at the soul, you know? And I think that what you're saying here is that the one thing that matters is, is to be just to be with him. That is the one thing, like that's heaven, you know? And everything else comes forth from that. But that constant like hustle of, of where we try to 
where we're just afraid of our weaknesses or we're afraid of we're not enough or we just try to overcompensate or you just try to compensate for that in general instead of just taking the risk of allowing ourselves to be loved in that little place, which is terrifying to be quite honest. Um, but I think that's where, where new life is born. So I just I just want to affirm you. Thank you for saying that. that that's so, so many of us struggle with that of like, oh my gosh, I'm not enough and I have to make up for it, which is a lie. It's not true. Yeah. Um, Beth, Beth, who I mentioned earlier had said to me when I had said to her, Beth, I just like, don't know the right words. And I don't know where this is in the Bible. And she's like, Jenna, Peter was a simple fisherman. Like Peter (laughs) was just so simple and he messed up too. But I, I don't know. I just like, I'm drawn to like, he was just a fisherman. Like he knew nothing. And so I just, I constantly go back to that. Like, I just want to I'm just a fisherman. I don't know anything, but he's going to show me the way. So mm. oh, I love yeah. that. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I think one of the um, things I love about you and just getting to know you even more this year is that you surround yourself with women that um, – with their giftings, you have your giftings and you surround yourself with women that have other giftings and you do a great job of celebrating other women's talents and giftings and bringing beauty to the church. Um, like one of the things we love to talk about is believe it or not, ladies, Lent is upon us. I cannot even believe it is a month away. Like, and, That's okay, crazy. Like, and let's just talk about Lent being on Valentine's Day. Like, come oh, on. It's like, know. the word, like, wah, wah. Yeah, wah. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, husband, yeah. yeah, plan it a day before. Boyfriends, get your act together. Be honest. I think what's even cooler is that Easter is on April Fool's Day. I know, like, that right? That is yeah. awesome. She's just like, good one. Booyah. There you uh-huh. go. Right? There you go. So, and um, I love, one of my favorite things is, especially those of us that, um, go around speaking and speaking to women's things. One of the questions I get asked most, do you know of any good Catholic women's resources? Do you know of any good Catholic women's Bible studies? And for so many years, I'd be like, um, no, mm, uh, let me think about that and I'll get back to you. But now I love that. I said, yes, I do. I know of some amazing Catholic women's resources. We actually have them and they're actually beautiful now. Like this is amazing and miraculous all at the same time. And um, Blessed As She has come out with an amazing Lenten journal. And I really, truly think this is one of y'all's best works yet. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. a huge fan. Me too. And I love collaborating with you all on different projects. But I was going through it, and it's on women in scripture. And I just love it. it first of all, aesthetically, it's beautiful, as usual. But mm-hmm. um, the writing is amazing. So will you just tell our listeners a little bit about this new Lenten journal um, for uh, from Blessed Is She this year? Yes. Um, it's written by Laura Fanuti. And uh, Michelle, I really appreciate that you said that because I really do love meeting women and hearing where the Lord speaks to them and how he moves in them and then being able to share that with the world. Um, so Erica Tai is our designer who has been with us pretty much from the beginning. Um, and she has just such a beautiful gift of creating things that are beautiful and truly I think bring us closer to the Lord just by their beauty. Um, and then Laura Fanucci wrote the book who is an incredibly talented writer again, has been with blessed as she pretty much from the beginning. Um, so she wrote it. It's called she who believed, which I also loved because, um, it's from our verse, um, Luke one 45 blessed is she who believed. Um, and so, it's called She Who Believed, and she really just looks at all these women in scripture, even women that you wouldn't even think about, like Peter's mother-in-law. She pulls out the verse about Peter's mother-in-law and is talking about how all of these women um, 
just believed in, in how they went through their life or suffered or, or went through hard things and how they turned to the Lord and they believed and really how they are our examples um, for every part of our life. That's hard and a struggle. And we can, again, always turn to the Lord and that we are she who believed we are she who believed every single day. Um, again, we're having that encounter with the Lord um, and he's, you know, he's transforming our hearts every single day, like he did for all of those women that are our examples in the Bible. Mm, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. And and this year she also added, because um, a lot of women, you know, it's 40 days of, of reading a book. And so it can be really daunting and you can get behind and you can get down on yourself. And so she added a couple of really cool aspects to it this year. She added a couple pauses is what she called them through the week. So it's a time to pause and to um, she, she just says, you know, go back and read what you've, what you've missed or go back and read what you've journaled about. And, um, I just think that's really cool that she's integrating these pauses. Cause that's, that's so much of our life is we can get down on ourselves for not doing all of the things. Um, and she's saying, just like we talked about, let's just pause and be, so that's been really beautiful this year too. Mm. And I went through it. I've had, uh, I went through it a couple of days ago and then I went through it last night preparing for this and I started going through and I just wanted to dive into Lent already. I'm like, hold on, yeah. girl, we got a couple more weeks. <laughs> We're not ready yet. And, but I was thinking to myself, like Hebrews is probably one of my favorite books of the old, mm. I mean, the new Testament. And I love that cloud of witnesses cheering us on in our race. Mm. And I was thinking of all these women, the Sarah's and the Esther's and the Miriam's and all the books that, I mean, all the ladies that are highlighted in this you know, Lenten journal. And I'm thinking of them cheering us on, like, because they'd been there. They've been there in their disobedience. They've been there in their obedience. They've been there when they were crying. They were when they got it right, when they got it wrong, or when they didn't have the faith. And they're like, girl, I've been there. I'm with you. Like, we are in this together. And it just felt like such a sisterhood. Like, okay. Um, and that we pick up, even, even though our stories are not, like, written and recorded, yet they are written and recorded in salvation history as the story keeps on going and that they're with us and they're cheering us on, like, run your race, girl. You can do this. Um, I just love it. It is just an amazing thing. So if someone was to get this journal, like, what is a good way to do it? You can do it individually or you can do it in groups or how best do you suggest to use this resource? Yeah, so we... Um, you can get it individually. You can use it as a group. Last year, I actually... Um, was part of a group that did Lent together, which was super cool. We really just went through, we did a week's worth of journaling or reading ourselves. And then we got together and just pointed out the the parts that really spoke to us. We kind of just asterisked those parts and then talked about it in a group setting. So that was really cool. So you can buy it individually or for a group. Um, either way, it's really adaptable. Um, and yeah, it's all in our shop. And so we offer a Lent and Advent journal um, we've done that since the very beginning uh, of Blessed Is She, and that's just always been a gift to me to offer that as a special liturgical thing for women. Jenna, what is, what is the website address? Where can people go like right now if they want to get it? Yeah, so it's blessedisshe.net slash shop. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of esh ish. slash shop. Oh, there you go. Totally. And what about if they want to follow you on Instagram or other social media? Where would yeah, they find so- you? All of our um, social media is blessed is she and then two underscores. So one word, blessed is she and then two underscores. And once you go to our main page, again, blessed is she.net, you can click on all of those icons to get to all of our social media. So it's super easy to find it all. Um, and we love social media a lot. We love to to be a space, a space of inspiration and um, just 
to to see in your feed because a lot of our feeds can get us down and so we want to uh, be a space of Oh, and, and I highly encourage if you have not seen their um, Instagram or their Facebook or whatever, their Instagram posts are just they're a work of art and a thing of beauty. I just love looking at them. They always Thank inspire you. me. And um, they're just I was, actually I was even showing Sam, my 11 uh, year old, a picture. There was a picture of a, one of the girls that posted a church in Paris with the checkered floor. I'm obsessed yeah. with that church mm-hmm. on the Instagram feed. I'll even have to post the link of the picture in our um, abiding together because I was like, where is this church? And I have to go visit it. <laughs> it looks like a beatific vision and with the funky anthropology floor. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and so, awesome. but we'll make sure that we post all the links in our abiding together um, webpage and links to awesome. So um, that's great. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Jenna Gizar, thank you so much for being uh, our guest today. It's just been so delightful to have you on. You're such a sweet woman and just a powerful, noble woman with a heart of such beauty. And um, I'm not sure if you know this, so I'll give you a reprieve. But at the end of every episode, we all do a one thing. So like the one thing that is rocking our world this week. So I'm going to put you to let you think about that if you don't have one yet. But I'm sure you've got like a million one things because like that's how you think. So but I'm going to talk to Michelle for I mean, sorry, Heather first, because Heather was like, don't be stealing my one thing. So Heather, because Heather's get- stealing mine. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. See? Exactly. Sister Miriam's ganging. Oh, is that Michelle? I couldn't remember. No, which go one ahead, of you. sister. My yeah. bad, my bad. Okay. No, I, I will go first because I know Michelle is chomping for this to be her one thing, and I'm just I'm just doing it first. So I, my one thing is the movie The Greatest Showman. I know there's a lot of buzz about it, and it's a musical, which normally I'm to be honest, I'm not a fan of most musicals. I'm like it's pretty cheesy, you know. But this one in particular, we took the kids. It was so fun. Um, we went as a whole family, and even our son like it i love that hugh jackman is masculine like he's singing he's dancing and he's you know he's in the x-men movies so (laughs) he's he's totally yeah yeah, he's the wolverine yeah and and he sings and dances so i mean exactly so i love it and it's about dreamers and the soundtrack is awesome it's just inspiring and it's fun and there's not often movies out that you can go to as a whole family especially when you have kids that are kind of in those middle ages like of like 11 12 you know around there it's it's hard to find things to watch together but uh we had so much fun watching it and there's just some clips on Facebook even about Hugh Jackman who had like surgery on his nose and he wasn't supposed to sing like for these rehearsals and he just couldn't stop himself. Like he just ends up like singing the whole song. He's like swept up with the music and it's really fun. So I just want to encourage people if you're up for a fun movie and you want to go as a family, it's inspiring and very sweet. Um, so The Greatest Showman. Michelle, mm-hmm. what is your one thing? Mm-hmm. She's shaking her head right now. <laughs> I know. She totally stole mine. But it's okay. The one thing, because I've been down and out with the flu last week, um, I couldn't even read. Like, it hurt my head to read. And you guys know I'm an avid reader. So I had to watch TV, which I don't watch TV, hardly ever. Um, but my husband and I discovered, because so many people texted us and said, have you ever seen Madam Secretary? You totally remind me of Tao Leone in this thing. So Madam Secretary is my one thing. My husband and I have discovered it on Netflix and I am now slightly obsessed with it. And so I absolutely (laughs) love it. It's brilliant. I love the dynamics. We're only in season one. So if it gets worse, don't tell me like, but I love the Mm -hmm. dynamics of their marriage within this, like a strong woman and a strong man together coming together. It's just really brilliant. The writing is good. The um, content is good. And yeah, I love it. It is my one thing. 
Um, mm-hmm. Sister or Jenna, whoever wants mm-hmm. to go next, what is your one thing? Mm-hmm. Jenna, what do you think? Would you like to share your one thing with our audience? It's not a new thing. Is that okay? Oh, girl, you can share whatever you want. Oh, okay. It's your one thing. So mm-hmm. I love Bethel, which I know you guys do too. Mm-hmm. And so when I do shower, which is only like maybe like twice a week now, <laughs> maybe once a week because yeah, of the baby, video, I love- <laughs> then I blast um, Bethel Perfect Peace, the spontaneous um, yes. song. It's called Perfect Peace. Have you guys heard it? I, I have. No. Yes. Oh my gosh, Heather and sister and all of you. It's going to rock your world. It is incredible. And you have to watch it because they are just letting the Holy Spirit move through their bodies. They are incredible. Stephanie and Amanda are my favorite. Um, so yes, it's a beautiful song. So anyway, I blast that when I'm in the shower. And if you ever need a good cry, it's the perfect song for crying in the shower. <laughs> it's amazing. Which crying in the shower is good because it's just like it's more great. water. It's just like, totally. it feels it's like it's not a mess. Real talk, great. moms of a newborn. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. All the moms right now are like, oh girl, we hear you. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. They're all like, I was just crying in the shower this morning <laughs> yeah oh. i know oh. oh i love it well my one thing is also part of a media it's funny usually we have books and stuff but um i i have to say and i'm gonna spare you all i know the social commentaries on the movie but my one thing this week is the character of ray from star wars so i love her i just saw it again for the second time the, um, the last jedi yesterday and because sometimes a nun needs to go to the movie and eat popcorn and so i just <laughs> i I love Ray. Like that girl is on fire. I love her. I just love her desire to find out where she came from and who she is and this fire in her to, to, to bring about what is right, what is good, true and beautiful. So I couldn't help but just smile throughout the movie. Just, I'm like, Oh girl, I love that character. So I love those fiery kind of women like that, that just bring their heart of beauty. Like they're so beautiful and feminine and they're so full of fire and goodness. And I, so she is Ray going out to you girl. This, she's my one thing. (laughs) Because it can't be Wonder Woman every week, okay? So I'm gonna like find somebody else. All right. So. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us, Jenna. Again, thank you for being a guest on the show. You can thank find you. Jenna on Instagram, Facebook, blessedishe.net, and just join in the beauty that she is bringing into the world with all of her. Um, all the women that are on with her on the journey. We have to tell you that next week we're going to talk about our thing for Lent. So we're going to invite you, our listeners, on a little journey with us. So you'll have to tune in next week, next episode, to hear about what we're going to do for Lent if you want to join us and just have a really cool thing, something new. So if you um, enjoyed our episode, would you please share it with a friend? You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on abidingtogetherpodcast.com. You can find discussion questions, reflection questions on the website. And if you want to leave us a rating, leave us a review on iTunes tunes we would be so grateful so you are loved dear friends and it's been wonderful to spend another week with you and until next time we will be abiding together god bless you have a great week